5: Dave Hawkins, and this is The Antidote. This show comes with the tagline of Christian music that doesn't suck. The other thing is is that many non-Christians tend to view all music coming from Christians as being aimed at simply converting people to Christ. I have to admit that this is one area of Christian music that The Antidote really doesn't usually include, even though it has a big role in the music scene. Tonight, The Antidote visits with two bands who don't see their music as a job, but it's a mission to reach those who don't know Christ. I'd never heard the tag Faithhead being applied to Christians, but I found out that it can be a pretty deprecating description. The band Faithhead took on that name and even made it into their banner song, which opened this episode. At the half-hour mark of the show, we'll also visit with a new band called The Upside. But for now, we can open up our conversation with Faithhead and bring along the song, Under the Blood. The band members of Faithhead are taking a break from practice to meet with The Antidote. Guys, thanks for coming.
6: Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Dave, thank you so much for having us. It's a pleasure.
5: Can each of you introduce yourselves and tell us what instrument you play in the band?
6: I'm Donnie Raines. I play guitar and make all kind of crazy sound effects when needed. <laughs> I'm Gabriel Gardner. I
0: break sticks and cymbals uh, on the drum set. I'm JW. Uh, I'm the uh, vocalist, and uh, I sweat and try to dance on stage.
5: <laughs> you guys are multi-talented.
0: We have Patrick P. Funk. He's, he's not able to be here tonight. He's the bass man.
5: And I do love the bass, and that does make a big impact in your music. It sure does. Well, Jimmy, you're the newbie in the band. Do the others treat you well?
0: Uh, I've been hazed. They hadn't done the, the Jerry Curl on me yet, but I, I'm I'm expecting it uh, when we go out on the, the road. So I'm about to be on my my toes. But no, they're, yeah, they're, they're treating me very very well. I've been introduced to these guys uh, going back to the very first show, so I knew they were all good guys. Got to know them really well starting in January when I when they asked me to come on. you just one of Faith's first fans. Oh, I was at the very first show so yeah
5: you were destined to be part of it
0: yeah yeah they've been treating me very well what about
5: taking us back to day one what about giving us the band's history
6: um you know i really wish uh, patrick were here to tell you more about that he is a remaining founding member kind of the granddad of faith head so he was driving down the road one day and um he was listening to a minister on one of the radio stations robbie zacharias He had made the proclamation, you know, the world thinks that we're just a bunch of faith heads. And so that's where uh, the name comes from, Faith Head, which is a modern term for Jesus Freak, Bible Thumper. I think we can all agree that we are most definitely all uh, a bunch of faith heads over here. Um, (laughs) Our band, first and foremost, has always been ministry-based. The ministry behind what drives us is more prominent than the music to me. Um, while the music is very important, of course, you do have to capture people's taste buds, so to speak. It's a big deal, and we all take it very seriously.
0: Even the day before it was really a ministry, I mean, it just started out as uh, guys just getting together just to play music and have fun. Somehow it grew into to what it is today. Uh, We're very excited. We've taken some trips,
4: but this is going to be our, our longest pilgrimage Indeed.
5: I've learned from experience, all you need is a big bag of Fritos in the car, and you're all good to go. <laughs>
6: <laughs> That's a good idea. Big bag of Fritos. We'll get us a Dave bag, then.
5: <laughs> Let's go back to the name for a minute. The Urban Dictionary gives the definition of faithhead, and it says that it's someone who holds irrational religious fundamentalist beliefs, and no matter what evidence is provided to the contrary— will never change. So I gotta hear it straight from the horse's mouth. Is Faith Head irrational?
0: Definitely well, not. You know, the good thing about the derogatory term Faith Head is that not many people are using it. And to be honest with you, not many people know about our band, Faith Head. So this is our opportunity to put the term Faith Head in a good light. Our prime venue is the hole in the wall, is it's the college bar. It's the place where we you know meet people and uh, you know develop relationships and This is our opportunity to make people understand that, you know, there's logic behind what we believe. There's evidence behind what we believe. Not only that, you know, they see it lived in the lives of these guys that do go to church one day that are willing to go out and mingle with these these guys just like, you know, Jesus did.
6: And Christians can rock, too. This is Donnie. I kind of look at it a little bit different perspective because doesn't the secular world really kind of look at us all in the same light for the most part? the people that really go out and really proclaim his name and just really has no bones about it and is not scared to, yeah, the secular crowd's definitely going to say, well, man, he is definitely a bible thumper or a holy roller or a faith head. Looking at it from a Christian perspective, as far as irrational goes, I think that there's a pretty heavy line to be drawn. Is it a secular people looking in and calling us faith heads just because that's what you call people that follow
0: Christ? Well, secularism is, is irrational. The 2016 Oxford Dictionary word of the year was relativism. That there is no truth. You know, your truth is your truth, and my truth is my truth. That there's no such thing as truth. For secularists to say that, or even humanists to say something, you know, along the lines of irrational to a Christian, it's kind of like you need to look in the mirror first before you even come across the aisle. But you know, that, that's another discussion.
5: Well, you've made it pretty clear where you stand, which is interesting because some of the artists who come on the antidote are quite subtle in the way they present their faith in their music. You guys are bold. You want to present your music that way.
4: We do, we're imperfect. And you know, even if someone's subtle that has Christian music, they're sinners, we're sinners. But we hope that if anyone's listening that they you know get something out of it that brings them closer to God because we we have regular jobs. We're not preachers. What we put in our music is not sneaky,
0: but it might seep in. You know, when I first started, I I, I took on some duties of the band, and one of those things is trying to find a producer that had the Christian rock, the Christian music ties. I, I was listening to Skillet back when I was ten, back in the late nineties. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've been listening to it for a long time. Big fan of it. And I, and I reached out to one guy that I've always looked up to and, you know, we told him that, you know, Faith Head does not water down its lyrics. We don't do the 7-Eleven type of worship music that you would get on, you know, all the K-pop stations. So I told him, you know, we're not going to make a song that you don't know if you're talking about your girlfriend or God. And that was verbatim. What I told him, that was the last correspondence I had with him. He, he ignored <laughs> me because of that statement. You know, if you're not going to be bold and come out in faith with the message that God's put on your heart, if your reach is audience not to glorify God, your priorities are wrong. If we reach one person, that's great. You know, that's what God uses us for—it's just for that one person. I'm fine with that. We're going to be true to what God has, has asked us to do, and we're, we're pretty certain that it's not to water it down.
5: To follow along with that, then have listeners ever said that your message is too strong?
0: No, I, I've never heard that. I think, if anything, maybe sometimes it goes over people's heads.
4: Yeah, I think it does. There have been a few occasions where somebody asked us after, you know, a Christian rock? But like Jimmy said, I think it it does tend to go over people's heads. You know, there are, I think, a good number that pick up on it and growing, so somebody's listening to us.
0: A lot of places we go to, there's alcohol. You know, of course, none of us partake, but maybe when you're trying to listen to it and you're having a good time, it's kind of hard to put two and two together.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys are certainly bold. The song Under the Blood gives a really harsh opinion on society, calling it a race of violent, sadistic, indecent, deceitful, sacrilegious, reprobate thugs. I mean, I need to get this straight. Are you talking about everyone or is it just politicians? (laughs) Well, if you say everyone, that
4: includes
0: politicians, does it not? (laughs) If you say everyone, it includes us, too. And that's exactly what it means. It's not excluding anyone. It's not even excluding the members of Faithhead. The heart is very deceitful, and sin spares no one. So, you know, everybody is involved.
6: We're all human, and we all go to that dark place from time to time, right? All of us do. It doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter how close or far away from god you are the human inside of us you know we're going to go pretty far down the spiral from time to time but at the same time being christian and being in a brotherhood like we are we do we do have each other to you know kind of watch each other's backs on things and you know kind of lift each other up we're faith head and you found christian music that doesn't suck on the antidote
5: This makes me curious. If spreading the word of God wasn't part of Faith Head, would you still be making music?
0: Well, this is my first rodeo with a band. Now, I've always been involved in music. You know, I've taken piano lessons at an early age for for many years and self-taught guitar and, uh, you know, choir and church music and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, if it weren't for Jesus, I don't think I'd be here. I don't think I'd be in any band. Of course, I've always had the itch to be in a band, even at a young age. But uh, I don't think it would have come to fruition. Funny how God puts things in your path and you tell them, you tell the guys, you don't want to be a part of having the front man duty. And then they keep coming back and it just works out that way. This is Donnie again. I, I do want to say that I've
6: been parts of Christian and secular bands alike. Maybe someone out there can say, yeah, I feel what he's talking about. Um, it seemed like with all the secular bands, you know, depending on what the song was about or what the lyrics might be about, you know, sometimes it can take you to a pretty dark place. You just you go to a different place in what you do when you're writing music that has a message behind it. Um, I also noticed, too, that all the secular bands that I've been part of in the past, man, you always had some drama going on. That always seemed to be the bass player. So all of you bass players out there, yeah, you cause drama. <laughs> um, but, you know, ever since I've been a part of this, we all get along
0: incredibly well.
6: And, 98% of uh, the
0: time. And the 2% is usually the guitarist that's yeah, making the problems.
6: Yeah, well, you know, we're normally <laughs> sniffing farts. And
5: <laughs> <laughs> What you're saying is that what you're really doing as a band is holding each other up. That also seems to be the focus of your lyrics, or at least that's the impression that I get, that you're aimed at strengthening Christians' faith. Your intention isn't just to go out and convert the masses.
6: Um, I think for the most part that our message is actually more geared towards people that may not know Christ. I mean, sure, all of our songs have uplifting lyrics, Um you know, unless you're calling everybody in the world retrograde thugs. Um, <laughs> We're sure to get fans from that one. Absolutely. So, <laughs> anyway, you know, I, I think our music is actually planting seeds, not necessarily going out and throwing the Bible in people's faces, because that's a big turnoff. But they dig the music, and in the background, they have lyrics kind of rolling through their heads, and they're kind of saying, hmm, that's
0: interesting. P-Funk's not here tonight, but uh, he, he's written a lot of our lyrics. Believe it or not, the bass player has a part of the writing process in this band. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, P-Funk is actually my Sunday school teacher. God has given him a lot of wisdom. And it's funny, if you look at Freak Show and look at the, the verses, taking the marketplace of ideas and you're turning it on its head with those verses. You know, And, and there's other songs that do something very similar. That's kind of the theme of a lot of what Patrick has written. You know, just making you really think about what it is you're just taking at face value. We've got a a lot of songs that have not been unveiled. Uh, that that same trend is going to be happening for at least the next couple of years.
5: You spoke a little bit earlier about a new music project from Faithhead. How about giving us some details,
0: Gabe? Oh, so the
4: title of the EP is still in the wraps, but um, call it 2.0 right now. uh we'd like to not save songs per se but get an ep worth of songs out and be able to have new friends and new fans to be able to spread our message i guess riding the swell of of the ep that that we're working on we started a uh indiegogo that we're offering uh packages and perks For uh, pre-ordering, we're funding this with our fans and with our new friends that that want to continue to support us. And
6: two, you know, if you donate enough where uh, we come to your house or wherever you want and uh, we play a show for you, you know what? I'll throw in some free belly button lint.
5: Wow, that's (laughs) a great deal.
0: Hey, man. (laughs) We'll bring you a half-eaten bag of Fritos, too. Turn that out there, (laughs) I was just going to just make the mention, you know, we're, we all work full-time jobs. And the sad thing about ministry and music, funding a band and gas and all that stuff is that it takes money. You know, we're going to put out an EP regardless of how well or how bad the fundraising goes. The fundraiser will end on October 13th. A lot of it is going to be used to minister to people that don't, you know, make the church on Sunday. We're going to make it a point to go out and reach those people. The church sometimes forgets.
5: The song Going to the Mountain has the line, inch by inch, I grapple and claw. Steep is the grade and far is the fall. When I see his faith, nail-scarred hands and feet, then I'll know it was worth it all. Has it all been worth it for Faith Head?
0: You ain't lying. Of course it's been worth it. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun. Even if we're playing to two people and they got their backs turned to us. I mean, it's been a lot of fun. It doesn't matter if you're Christian or not. You know, life is a struggle. You know, what do you have to look forward to? Do you have purpose in your life? Do you have hope in your life? Is it always going to be crappy? Do you just live and die? That's the fallacy of being an atheist. Even Richard Dawkins cannot tell you how life started. He's got an idea, but he does not know how it started. He doesn't have a purpose. He doesn't, I mean, you know, yeah, he may have a purpose, that, but it's superficial. You know, his purpose may be his wife. His purpose may be his kids. But what happens when that's taken away? You know, we have something we can hold on to. And that's the hope that we find in our Savior, Jesus Christ. That's pretty much what those lyrics mean. And funny thing is, is a lot of people will sell it to you that if you just join the family of God, that it's just going to become so much easier. Well, that's not the case. Life typically gets harder uh, for a Christian. I'm not I'm not in a, a victimization bus here or, a, you know, woe is me, you know, I'm being persecuted type things. You see a lot of people mock, but... You know, it's funny when you take that step of proclaiming Christ and, and the truth that you find to be evident. Uh, you know, it's funny what life throws at you. And that's exactly what that's talking about. Inch by inch, you grapple and fall.
5: I think I've taken up enough of your time, guys, because you got to get back to rehearsal. <laughs> Thanks for coming for this talk with The Antidote.
4: It's been yeah. fun, Dave. All right, Dave, man. Thank you again.
6: All Uh, right. We had a good time. Thank you, sir.
5: going to the mountain by faith head i guess it's time to switch things around as we head to our second artist of the night the newcomer band the upside along with the song heated mayhem enjoy they're new they're punk they're the upside and they've come for a talk with the antidote good to have you guys here
3: hey good Good to be here. here
5: can you introduce yourselves and tell us your role in the band
3: Sure. Uh, my name's David. We have multiple Davids in the group, so I go by Newman. And my role in the group is to do more of the melodic guitar parts.
7: Uh, I'm also David, but uh, I go by Perry. Not to confuse anybody. And uh, I'm the singer.
3: Uh, my name's Kody. I just play drums. <laughs> just play drums. <gym.
7: laughs> my name's
2: uh, Derek, and I am more so like what you would maybe say the rhythm guitarist.
7: And uh, Greg, our bassist. He's the uh, newest member of the band. He uh, was not able to come, but he, yeah, he plays bass.
5: Well, that's it. The interview's off. Okay. Thanks for your time, guys.
2: <laughs> More
7: time. Dang it, Greg.
5: <laughs> I mentioned that The Upside is a new band. It's time for your story. How did it all begin?
1: <laughs> let Derek. Let's
3: go. Let's Way let back Derek. To seven, my seventh grade <laughs> year.
2: Yeah. Everyone's gesturing. Um. This has been an idea. I started picking up guitar and writing songs back whenever I was uh, a junior in high school. Because um, <laughs> I started off as a drummer in a metal band with a, my brother and stuff like that. But then I just started writing these songs and uh, coming up with these ideas and everything and these possible storylines and concepts and everything. And I knew I didn't want to be in the band that I was in. And I knew uh, that I was definitely taking a more Christian path than like what we were necessarily in. We were just kind of in a secular yeah, okay. band. That's what it was. I was like... And then um <laughs> Cody, my cousin, and he was playing drums and he was in the drum line and band and uh as he started to progress in his uh talents and stuff like that and get more into like the style that I was into and everything, we started jamming out more and it just we clicked really, really well musically and everything. For a long time it was just me and Cody just jamming out in the room, guitar and drums, writing songs and so it's been interesting the chemistry that's had on the rest of the band where we've already been playing these songs for years at this point, And then people came in and put in their parts and everything and started like really kind of adding their styles and different experiences into it. And it's just grown into this. So it's like two or three years before we yeah. ever even had a bass player. About before two or Greg three years in. ago,
7: Derek came to me yeah. and, and he's like, Hey, you know, I've had this idea for the upside for a long time. And I knew Derek back when we went to school and stuff and, uh, you know, I didn't know he took this kind of path as far as like Christian music and rock and stuff. And I didn't even realize how good he got (laughs) last time I saw him, you know, he was learning how to play drums and now he's, was a skilled guitarist. And I was like, okay. And, uh, he asked me if I wanted to, you know, be a singer for this. And so I kind of started writing some lyrics and taking some lyrics that he had and putting my own spin on them. And then, and then there were three. So (laughs) I went to three and it's like, all right, well this is actually kind of starting to come together. And, uh, There's kind of an ongoing joke that we found Newman here on Craigslist. (laughs) Uh, Because there was an actual ad posted, Yeah, Newman actually put an ad out for a band. Yeah.
2: But we didn't even know that. We didn't
7: know that.
2: I met him through a mutual friend that helped do some recording stuff for us in the beginning. And so it was funny, like not even a, a couple weeks ago. Perry, I actually finally dropped the ball that we didn't actually meet him through that
7: Craigslist. For that. the only <laughs> time. I honestly believed we just met this guy on Craigslist, but it was just a coincidence. <laughs> and we're needing a yeah. man as well. It was just coincidental, but it was funnier that way, so we kind of say that. Yeah. Um, and, like, and like we said, Greg uh, brought a lot of energy. Because he's just—that's how he is. He's a ninja. And, yeah, he's uh, a ninja.
2: Yeah. Legitimately, literally, there's <laughs> there daggers all, on the
7: walls. You and, should see yeah. his room we're sitting in <laughs> right now. There are swords and nunchucks and everything. But anyway, um, he brought a lot swords? of energy and a lot of cool lead parts to, to the songs that we were writing. A lot of depth that we were missing. And then obviously, you can't have a band without bass. And that's the biggest thing we're missing. We ride. I finally got answered prayer and uh, got Greg in. You know, about five weeks ago and uh, he's getting all caught up with everything where we're at now, so now we're finally a
5: complete band, Yeah. Um,
7: and I wish that Greg was here, he's a great guy super sweet, super laid back Uh, we just, we love everybody in the band, I think everybody really compliments each other, it's kind of our story where we're at
5: right now the music scene is tough I mean, there's something like 9 million bands in the world how has it worked for you guys as a new band to be able to make an impact? (laughs) Uh, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> no, no,
3: no, no. It works. It works. It through God, through God. Yeah, that is that one.
7: Because, like we said, we struggled for so long. We were trying to record, and unfortunately, not getting the recordings done as quick as we would like to. Everything just wasn't working out right. We weren't getting the shows that we were reaching out for. You know, nobody's heard of us. We have all original songs. People want to listen to cover songs. And we say, you know, we're Christian bands. People think we're, oh, you must do, you know, church music. And and it's just a lot of different things. Our struggles for starting fresh out of the gate. But we were praying and Newman and at his church and everybody started praying and really asking God to do something with this. And then within a week, we got Greg. We got our first single out. We got recordings done. We had a show show. from where we were in like four weeks on Facebook, like an extra 500 likes. Just within four to six weeks, just boom, and we're like, "Wow! If this wasn't God, I don't know what it." So it gave us a lot of hope that you know what. I know there's a lot of bands out there, but obviously, this is a sign that we're doing something right, and that maybe we should continue to to see where God leads it. But you can go ahead. I'll say. I also know, like, I think it helped that we didn't like make the page
2: until we actually had some content. We didn't really make a presence until we actually
7: had something. So yeah. it's like we, we had a good amount of patience, but our patience was running. Fast. Oh, yeah.
2: We, we were, were getting God. worried.
3: Yeah.
7: We went through a trial, a period where I believe we had to grow
3: as individuals, as Christians, uh, so that way we could be used by him and so that way we could serve him. A lot of people in the Bible that didn't go through trials before they went through and did some really amazing, great, mighty things. But sometimes you got to take down the giant, you know, and and before the giant, there's what the lion and before the lion, there was the bear. Like you you, you have your trials you have to go through. But as you go through them, you know, God has brought us through and like we've got so many of our first done within this month. God is moving so much and we're so excited to see where it goes.
5: The upside bio, it says the band is from Kentuckiana.
1: I yes, have yeah. no
5: idea what that means. So.
1: <laughs>
7: so, if you're from Indiana, you're a Hoosier. If you're from Kentucky, well, k- cardinal which are the teams here, but there's a weird in the middle section, and it's southern Indiana, more central southern Indiana, and the Louisville, Kentucky side. And everybody calls it Kentuckiana. Board, it's like the border like doesn't, doesn't exist. It's like, because <laughs> I mean, there's a
2: river, there's yeah, a river
7: that you have to cross, sure. but you do so much commuting back and forth yeah. because Louisville is the big city and everybody goes there. And then a lot of people who live in Louisville work in Indiana and vice versa. It's like, you don't even realize you're going from state to state, you know, it's one of those border cities. and So we all live in either, either the, the Kentucky
6: side yeah. of the border or the Indiana side of the border. On, on the southern and the northern part of the state.
5: And nobody throws stones at each other.
7: No. no, yeah. <laughs> no. Well, honestly, the biggest,
3: mean, we all thing. equally hate everything together.
7: <laughs> <laughs> so when we had to answer that question, like where we're from, we just said Kentuckiana because like, it's easier to say that than like name five different cities. It also opens the door for a really interesting question and a kind of a cool explanation for people who aren't around here, like you just yeah. did.
5: Guys, thanks for the geography lesson, but now we get to talk music. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The Upside has the widest mix of influences I've ever seen anybody list. Everything from (laughs) August Burns Red all the way to Need to Breathe. How does that translate into the sound of The Upside?
2: Um, I think it just goes based off of each instrument does its different part that kind of touch base on each influence. Some of us have a lot of more like, you know, Christian influences and some of us have like some secular influences like that, and we all mash it together with like, oh well this part in this song sounds like four years strong, or this part like this song sounds like Stevie Ray Vaughn or something. <laughs> Just the kind of hints of each and every that you can kinda of tell well that kind of distinctly makes you think of this.
7: So when we write a song, uh, you can hear different parts of that song, even within one song, that touch on things that Derek took from and how he started writing and how he learned how to play and what his influences were, and Newman, and Cody, and myself, what I like to sing and the melodic flow patterns that I like to use, I've heard from bands that I like, like Reliant K or Amber Lynn That's what I took to the table, and I don't want to kind of implement that in our songs because that's what I gravitate towards. And The best part about that
3: is on our albums, you can't say that, oh, all their songs just sound the same.
2: Because they're a pop punk band. No, we're not.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Like one song is literally melodic rock and the next song could be almost borderline hardcore, but without the screaming. And so it's crazy, but it's amazing because it lets us show that Jesus can be shown through multiple types of music and reach a, a wider range of people.
5: The end result is that your style takes me back to the early 2000s. Everybody says, yeah. you don't want to go for a trendy sound no
7: I mean, yeah. I'm going to be honest no I don't to me good music is good music and if it was from you know 1970 1980 to the early 2000s you know people love listening to the stuff that they that they love listening to um, honestly I'm not too impressed with mainstream music today and I'm, I'm talking more obviously secular and stuff it's just it seems recycled a lot. And uh, we want to keep it original. We want to keep it uh, unique. We want it to be interesting for people and the listeners. And obviously it carries a really heavy message um, for people who need answers. So we don't really want to just go on with what everybody else is doing. We kind of want to keep that
5: uniqueness. You've already spoken a couple of times about your faith in Christ. Is The Upside making music just for having fun, or would you consider this a ministry?
2: 100%. We definitely don't cut out the fun of it, especially if you see us, like, whenever we get into a room together, it is just a it's slur um, of ridiculousness and SpongeBob
7: references. It's, just like it's we pretty get, obnoxious, actually. But yeah. uh, There's times is. where
2: we get irritated by
3: ourselves, and it's like, yeah.
2: God, it's a good thing I love you guys. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but at the same time, if you ever go see us at any of our shows, you know, we're really super energetic and super into our music, and, you know, we're yeah. worshiping on stage. And then after we're done, we love going out. And then being the ones in the in the front, you know, worshiping God with the crowd because, yeah. I mean, He's our God as much as He's their God, and we're not just because we're on a platform doesn't mean you know that we, we need to sit in the back and, and we're done. Like we want to go out and show people well, not only uh, are we displaying Christ through music, but we want to get with you and we want to want you to embrace Christ as much as we love
7: leading, leading, yeah, leading you. So yeah, I mean that's one hundred percent it's ministry, and we do have fun playing, and it is a band. But uh, none of this would be possible If it wasn't for what God's doing This is Derek This is Newman This is Perry This is Cody
1: We, we are The Upside And you've
7: got, got the antidote
0: And here I am breathing again
1: Feel like within. And I can't find those cares that I love
5: from the upside. And I'm glad their band is on the upside because I'm still feeling on the downside. Last week's surgery on my foot went well, but I'm still going to be a couple of months away from being able to walk again. Something that does make me happy is next week's artist. The name John Mark McMillan is forever tied into worship music because of the popularity of his song, How He Loves. But most of Macmillan's music comes from a wide range of styles. John and I get into a deep conversation about the nature of his music, and I'll be sharing that next week. Here comes more of my conversation with The Upside, where you'll find out that this band is truly nuts. (laughs) Enjoy this and the song, Lasting Hope. See you again next week. I want to speak about one of your new songs, Lasting Hope. Searching for things I cannot explain, or will these hands I hold come up empty, running in circles driving me insane? Does the upside have the answers?
7: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I I wrote that because that reflected my my own personal experience. Um, There's a lot of times that you go to church, you go through the motions, you call yourself a Christian, but you're really just going in circles. You're not really doing anything with it or... You're holy on Sunday and sinning on Monday. And I, it's uh it spoke to me about doing the same old thing and you're coming up empty every time, you know. Um, you're searching for answers you're never getting because you're not going deep enough and getting whatever you need answered because you don't really care. Um, and then uh, going in circles feeling like you're going insane because definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again expecting different results. So we try to spell out in every song that there's resolution in it so like if it starts out one way and it's saying some pretty crazy awful depressing stuff by the end of the song and there's answers in that same song um so yeah I, i definitely think that that song in particular and and all of our songs do have answers
5: for people who have questions talking about sinning and being angry and hurtful I got that from the band because I watched the video of you guys forcing your drummer Cody to eat a ghost pepper. (laughs) Why do you hate him so much?
2: We actually gave him the, okay, I actually was the one that came up with the idea. What it actually was is I was like, I mean, we need to do something that would be interesting for the followers on Facebook. And I was like, I mean, does anybody want to do like a cinnamon challenge or a hot pepper challenge? And Cody was like, I'll do a hot pepper challenge. And then I actually put a poll on our Facebook messenger asking if we wanted to do a homegrown jalapeno pepper, a like Californian habanero pepper or a ghost pepper. I actually voted for the jalapeno and they all voted the Inc- including
3: me voted I voted
2: for a ghost pepper I'm like you realize how bad this is gonna be right well, he's yeah. like I'll do it I don't care
7: yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 so it would be very funny and it was if someone else in the band has to do a challenge I'm done I'm already in the clear yeah I, he did he, yeah. got in my
3: eye yeah. it was hurting for a while I went and got ice cream down the street at a gas, gas station, station. <laughs> it was it was good it was fun times <laughs>
5: Okay, away from abusing band members, and back to music. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Upside has three songs out right now. What's the plan for the future?
2: Well, I think right now it's definitely finishing, tracking the rest of this EP. This is our last single that we're releasing.
7: Before the EP. Before, before yeah. we're releasing the And EP, our yeah. plan is that we get the EP done at the very latest. If we... Um. Run into some bumps. It'll be the beginning of September, and that'll be out, and then we will go right to next. To That's the question. Maybe like know. maybe like the end. Some of us of are September more optimistic, and then, and then like October.
3: <laughs> it may, we never know. It may be, It'll like, be out before the it end. Might of the be yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it may be out next week. We don't know. We don't know yet. be out tomorrow. We won't be Hey, it might just randomly happen. It's like Kim Dunn. We didn't even know it happened.
5: Let's make it a little less confusing for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, when that, you yeah. do have it ready, where will people get it?
3: Uh, it'll be on Spotify, iTunes, all of your major mm. streams. We're gonna have hopefully on Amazon, and you'll be able to get a limited run of physical copies through the band's website or
7: um, if you're local, our Facebook or you come, store, or come, yeah, through through our locally, our come shows, to our show. You'll be able to get a physical copy, and if not, you can buy it online, like on the places
5: that Newman yeah. said. And how do people find the band itself? Where do they find The Upside online?
3: Oh, we can be found on our Facebook page. That's uh, where we are most active. Uh, we do have Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Reverb Nation. We have all the good stuff. But Facebook is the best place to find us. You'll find a few other uh, businesses called The Upside. <laughs> I think one's a coffee shop.
7: But
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there's uh, also a the website
7: which is TheUpsideOfficial.com. Yeah, TheUpsideOfficial.com that is linked to it. all of yes. those other social media platforms right. and you can also find our songs on there videos of uh, our shows and upcoming events upcoming events yeah. everything is
3: on the website it's probably the most central place to find yeah
5: guys thanks for coming on the anecdote i appreciate you taking time for this talk yeah, thank,
6: thank you very very much for having it. us
5: we are honored thank you very much